Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, Eretz Tov, everyone. Let's, uh, let's continue. We're on Klal Vav of the Chafetz Chaim. Halacha Zayin, he writes the following, Veda, be aware, Dikshem shekatavnu b'shem aposkim, Demina Torah asu la'amin divnei genut shemesaprim ha'chavrem. Just like we wrote above, that it's biblically not allowed to accept or believe derogatory information about what people say about their friends. Ken hadin, the same law applies, Afilu im yodea she'advarim she'siper lo hu emet. Even if Levi already knows, so Levi hears from Reuven what Shimon did, Levi already knows that it's true. And it's still Lashonara to listen to it. If Shimon's actions could be interpreted in one of two ways, either in a negative light or a positive light, and Reuven judges Shimon in a negative light, and through that he disparages Shimon. Then it's, it's forbidden for Levi to listen in that situation. We know it's a mitzvah for anyone listening to judge uh, the person favorably. As this is what the Gemara Masechet Shavuot says. And it's also, according to many poskim, a positive Torah commandment to judge favorably. And if one violates this and listens to what Reuven said about Shimon, and doesn't give him benefit of the doubt, and instead concurs with how Reuven disparaged Shimon, not only has he transgressed the mitzvah of judge your fellow favorably, but he's also considered an acceptor of Lashonara. Because by not judging Shimon favorably, Reuven his account has uh, been adopted by uh, Levi. Halacha chet. Because everything that we've written about a Jew giving another Jew a benefit of the doubt applies, even if the derogatory account was made about an average person. Who is careful to avoid sin. But sometimes he stumbles. Certainly, if the disparaging comment was about a God-fearing man, regarding who for sure this mitzvah of judge your fellow favorably applies all the more so, like the Rambam explained in chapter 1 of Berke Avot, and someone who violates his commandment, and uh, by judging a, a God-fearing person unfavorably, and concurs with the derogatory statements, certainly transgresses the prohibition of believing Lashon Hara. Before the Chafetz Chaim goes into a, um, a long haga, there is a scenario here that, that we'll read out. A neighbor moves out of town suddenly, telling everyone that he has a new job that is starting right away. Another neighbor questions the reason for the move and disparagingly remarks to his friends, it seems like he was run out of town. Even though you were aware of the move, this new negative interpretation is Lashon Hara. Okay. 
Now, let's talk, the, the, the Haggah here in the Hafez Chaim, usually this is when he likes to uh, let loose with things that are on his mind, and I don't think this is going to be any different. Um, <clears throat> he writes here, and there's an introduction, a common example of someone who listens to a negative report about a righteous person and must judge him favorably occurs when he's approached by someone who has lost a court case. The individual will often speak negatively of the Rav, or the Beddin, who ruled against him. And the listener is required to judge that Rav or Beddin favorably. Let us now discuss something which a lot of people stumble with. Concerning accepting Lashon Hara without even realizing it. Let me describe you a case. And the intelligent reader can apply what I'm saying to all situations. Let's say Reuven leaves Beddin found liable. He, Reuven has to pay Shimon 500 bucks. He will tell his friend Shimon in, de, in defense and lay out his arguments as follows. Okay, maybe he didn't pay Shimon. Okay, let's say he, he has to owe Levi $500. But he tells Shimon, You can see how I'm really right and the law is on my side. The Beddin gave the wrong ruling. Had my case been given to the other rabbi, who's known to be wise, he would surely know that I was right. And wouldn't have issued a ruling so inverted and so incorrect. Reuven then stop, starts scorning this Beddin and, uh, and arguing uh, against them. Right, language that we, that we can't even put into writing. Let's say Shimon's the one hearing this. If he responds, I don't believe that the court would uh, issue such a ruling. Yomar lo, Reuven will say, Here, look at the re- ruling and read it. You will see what, what they did was illogical. It was thoughtless. And Reuven shows Shimon the ruling. Shimon reads it. Over and over again. Each time he's bewildered at the ruling that the Beddin gave. Shimon also then finds the ruling certain matters which might feel incorrect. As you know, the halachic conclusions among laymen, regular, I guess, Jews, cannot be compared or agreement um, to those of the, the Torah. This dialogue then continues until both people agree and conclude that rabbi, he doesn't know what, it's talk, what he's talking about. That bedin doesn't know what they're doing. It only is a matter of time before they both agree on the same thing. Let's go back to our discussion. Take note how Shimon, by accepting this Lashon Hara of Reuven, 
has violated the negative commandment of don't bear a false report. And he's also transgressed the positive commandment of judge your fellow favorably. As well as other negative commandments that we spoke about in the introduction. If Shimon followed the proper way of the Torah, what should he have done? If somebody like Reuven approaches him with a similar matter, he would understand that he's certainly obligated, if at all possible, not only to reject the report, but to spell any uh, uh, um, grievance from his heart. So that he should not have any complaints on the Betin. And he would lay out um, before Reuven various arguments why Reuven probably needed to pay. Which will demonstrate how there's no um, nothing corrupt in the Beddin, God forbid. For they issued their ruling as per the Torah guidelines. The Gemara tells us, a judge can only see what he has nothing except for what his eye sees. All right, whatever he sees, the, the evidence, the, the witnesses that come in front of him, all right, that's what he, the proofs that he has. So if someone, uh, um, if someone proves to prove, uh, fails to prove otherwise, what do you expect the Beddin to do? The Beddin is correct. This is what they have. Reuven should be told that it also happens on many occasions, even if the the uh, the truth is with let's say party A. Hashem decided in Shemaim that party B was going to win the court case for reasons only known to Hashem. And yes, sometimes this does happen. As is mentioned in Masech Brachot, uh, which says if you see a, 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 a wicked person that is being successful or has good fortune, it's also brought down Masech Megillah, don't antagonize him. Don't provoke him. Because, yes, this guy's wicked, but for some reason Hashem wants him to win all these court cases and he's, in the, and he's very successful in certain things. He will emerge victorious in court. Your judgments are far removed from him. Meaning, we don't really know how Hashem judges things in Shemaim. Another reason why Reuven should not blame Bed-Din for uh, whatever uh, happened to him. Maybe it's possible Reuven's bad fortune caused him to lose. Uh, the Ross writes down, and, um, and uh, Shimon should console Reuven also and say, don't worry about your laws. If indeed you were right, and this money is deserved to you, and, and you feel that the betin was wrong, Hashem will comp- compensate you. You'll get that money back. Like the Chachamim write in the Gemara Masech Sanhedrin, um, not only if, if, if a, um, this is talking with regards to a, a Dayan, a judge who um, misinterpreted the law or gave the wrong decision, then Hashem is bothered because now I have to go and find a way to get this $500 back into the hands of the guy who was wrongfully taken from. Uh, so that's what Shimon should be doing to Reuven when he is uh, given, uh, when he's, uh, you know, re- uh, reiterating his uh, discontent. Also, words of consolation. To dispel anguish from his heart. And drive away the resentment towards Bedin. 
let's say Shimon sees that whatever he says to Reuven is not going to work. Reuven is just not listening. He shall at least strengthen himself not to accept what Reuven is saying. Because Reuven is, uh, is uh, giving derogatory comments about the, the city's, the municipal Bedin. This is because the, the prohibition of accepting and the mitzvah to judge your fellow favorably. It said, even if you you said it about a regular Jew, certainly if the person is established in the city as a tamid chacham or he's a he's a member of the bedin, so why aren't you judging favorably? If we're meant to judge favorably to even the regular guy, certainly when it comes to the tamid chacham or the bedin, with regards to a Torah scholar, Remember, we learned this a few weeks ago, that when it comes to a Tamid Chacham, even if there's more reason to think that he's guilty, but there's a slight reason to say that he's, that he's innocent, you have to judge him. This This conforms with what the Gemara says, that again, if you see a Tamid Chacham at night performing a sin, then you have to assume already by the next morning he's done Teshuvah. All the more so in this case where Reuven is complaining about the judgment he received in court, where the prospect that the court acted properly is much more likely. It's known to everybody who, uh, who is aware of Torah law. Oftentimes, you think uh, one court case is similar to the one that comes right afterwards, but there's just one claim or one piece of evidence that's different that will make the, the Dayanim judge differently. And even if Shimon is a great Tamid Chacham listening to the Uven complain, and he feels that based on these arguments that the Uven is saying, that maybe the Uven is right. He should still consider the possibility. Maybe Reuven failed to give these arguments. Maybe he forgot to say this line in front of Bedin. And again, Bedin only has what they have in front of him. And only now, after leaving the court with this ruling that he didn't like, now that he lost, he's upset. So he's going to, uh, to, to uh, blame everybody. The ruling is with this. There are many ways to interpret the the ruling favorably than unfavorably. Even if Shimon carefully considers all the angles and still finds no reason to give Beddin the, the, the benefit of the doubt, still, in Okay, so Shimon really, really believes that Reuven is right. He really gets it. Okay, I can't see any... But you're still assumed to say what, that these guys don't know anything. But rather, what should he do? He should go back to the Rav or the Bedin. Say, listen, Rabbi, my friend, Reuven, he was unhappy, came out of court. He said he didn't understand why he didn't get the 500 bucks. Okay, can you please explain to me like how, how it worked? Give him the reason. Don't judge your fellow until you are in his position. 
אולי יראה לו שהמעשה לא היה, maybe the rabbi is going to tell Shimon, yeah, you think that's the story, but that's not what really happened in, uh, in court. Or יראה לו את הטעם דבריו, or maybe the rabbi will show Shimon the reasoning why. מאיזה מקום הוציא את הפסק שלו, the source where he got his, his decision, או יודה לו ויאמר טעיתי, maybe the rabbi will admit that he made a mistake. Yes, that could even happen. You, we will find even the Amoraim in the Gemara made a mistake. They go back and they say, you're right, really the Allah has like him. And they retracted them. Like this course of action is what the Torah tells us. Rebuke your fellow, but don't bear a sin of him. And what does the Rambam say? Beit Chotav, Shepirusha Katuv Kachu, Sheitvakachim Chaveru Al Me Asalo Kach VeKach. One who feels that he was wrong by his fellow has to approach him and say, "Hey, why did you do this to me?" Well, or in this case of the Bedin, why is it that you you ruled to uh, you know that he has to get five hundred bucks when it doesn't seem to be the right case, the right law? And not bear a grudge in his heart. We'll conclude with this. One who does not follow these guidelines. That, that means he decides after hearing his friend's story. And they're saying that was a mistake. Without investigating the Hadavar Atzmam. You, you're just going to say that they're, they're saying they don't know anything and you're not going to go and actually ask the rabbi why he was posek like that? You're transgressing several prohibitions. Ubifrat, most importantly, the prohibition of accepting and the commandment of don't bear a sin because of him. According to how the Rambam explained it. Anybody who gives a person the benefit of the doubt or the bedina benefit of the doubt, then he will merit the heavens HaKadosh Baruch Hu will judge him favorably when it comes his turn for uh, judgment we'll stop here and we'll continue next week